Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. listeners welcome to another episode of thinking outside the boombox your number one source for hip-hop and r&b news my name is ahmad and i am your host it is sunday june 14th and i am very excited for this week's episode um as you know for the past uh six weeks or at least six episodes um i think it's been the past seven weeks i've been doing the meet tde series where essentially every week I've featured an artist from the TDE label, Top Dog Entertainment, except for Kendrick. So in the first week, I did Lance Skywalker and Zakari. In the second week, um, I did Absol. In the third week, I did Sir and Reason. In the fourth week, I did Schoolboy Q. Last week, which was the fifth week, I did J-Rock, and this week, I am capping the series off with the discussion on Isaiah Rashad and SZA, and I think this might be the best one yet. I'm very excited about these two, um, but we're going to get into that later. Um, they're, they're two artists from TDE that I think I connected to immediately, so... Um, it was really cool for me to be able to jump back into their careers uh, while doing research this week. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get into that in the Dig Deeper segment. Um, there's no sponsors this week. Um, no sponsors, so you know I'm just out here sponsoring myself, you feel me? I'm sponsored by uh, Scorpion, by Drake. It's on my t-shirt. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Drake, Drake is not sponsoring me. Uh, <laughs> not trying to not trying to get sued out here for, for libel or something. Um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited uh, for this episode and to hop into all of that. Um, just some things that you can do to to get involved in the podcast before we get started. Join the mailing list. Um, the mailing list has been hopping for the past like five weeks, man. I'm telling you. So if you join the mailing list, um, not only do you get the podcast newsletter which is um, a newsletter that I send out that features every link, every song, uh, music video that I talk about in each episode so that, you know, if you want to refer back to something that I mentioned and watch it, you'll have it right there in the newsletter. If you sign up for the mailing list, you get the newsletter in your inbox uh, the same night that the podcast airs on Twitch, so tonight. Um, And four Wednesdays out of the month you receive a curated playlist. The first Wednesday of every month, you receive a chill R&B mix, 10 songs. Second Wednesday, you receive a 90s and 2000s throwback mix, 10 songs. Third Wednesday, you receive the hype mix, which has 10 songs of like energetic turn-up songs. And then the fourth week of each month, you receive um, that new new mix, which is a mix of my favorite songs, 10 favorite songs from the month. So um, every month those 10 songs get replaced with 10 new songs so i always suggest that people just create a separate playlist that has the songs they liked from the curated playlist and then when those 10 songs refresh the next month you can add those you know what i'm saying so um this upcoming wednesday is the let's see the 17th so i think um this is the third the third week so you're gonna get the hype mix this wednesday if you join the mailing list want to know how to join the mailing list Uh, i got you i got you right here um if you go to thinking outside the boombox.com first thing you see on that home page is a place where you can put in your email address click i'd love to and then boom you're added to the mailing list and you will immediately start receiving um all of the information i just mentioned now, if you don't want to be a part of the mailing list, which, you know, I can understand. Some people just don't like to get mail. Um, if you don't want to be a part of the mailing list, you can still get the podcast newsletter, which has all of the links and everything. Just go to the newsletter tab at the top of thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's um, an easy way you can get involved. Uh hear some new music reminisce on some old music that you may have forgotten about like the playlists are dope they're really dope so definitely join the mailing list so you can get those um bring the camera back here um follow the instagram all of my socials are at the bottom of the screen twitter instagram and facebook it's t-o-t-b the podcast um on the instagram a lot of dope stories a lot of dope content um like maybe three, four days a week, um, I'm doing something content-wise on the Instagram. So definitely stay hyped to that. Um, you can also, outside of the podcast, learn a lot of new things about different albums and artists on my Instagram. So, you know, I'm making sure to give you that content uh, here on the stream and also off stream. So definitely make sure you do all of that. Um, so without further ado, let's let's jump right into the podcast. So I'm going to start... Uh, this week with the song of the week. This shit my favorite song. You just don't know the words, but I still fuck with you. You just ain't never heard it go like this shit my favorite. 
Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. Um, it's time for the song of the week. So this week, um, I wanted the song of the week to come from an album that I featured on my Instagram this past Thursday. So every Thursday I do Throwback Thursdays where the only criteria is the album has to be at least 10 years old. So 2010 and earlier. And um, I feature that as my Throwback Thursday album. I post about it. And then on my Instagram story, I do a long story that features, you know, some more detailed information about the album. So the Throwback Thursday album from this week was Let's Get Free by Dead Prez. Dead Prez is a hip-hop group um, that consisted of Stickman and M1. And I feature that album this week because Let's Get Free, it was their debut album, and it was all about black empowerment. Um, It was about pushing back against, you know, all of the, the systemic racism and the police brutality and in the ways that um, black people have been unfairly treated in American society. Um, they touch on all of that stuff that is still very prevalent today. And especially because of everything that's been going on, I wanted to feature an album that, you know, was empowering black people. And Let's Get Free definitely does that. And the most popular song from Let's Get Free is a song called Hip Hop. It's a song that ironically was their most popular and they were rapping about how hip hop uh, in the music industry was over commercialized. Um, It's a really dope song. And, you know, it's a song that Dave Chappelle used as his entrance music on every episode of The Chappelle Show. So it got a lot of a lot of play. You would hear it all the time. It's a dope song. Um, Kanye West even did a remix of the song with them. Like he he produced the remix of the song, um, and that was also featured on the same album. So I just wanted to make that the song of the week for this week. So the song of the week is Hip Hop by Dead Prez from their album Let's Get Free, which came out in 2000. Um, so definitely uh, check out the podcast newsletter so you can you can hear that song. Um, all right, so now let's jump right into the press play segment. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is now time for the press play segment. The press play segment, this is where I get into the hip-hop and R&B news. This is where I I talk to you about new songs, new music videos, announcements from artists, um, albums that are coming out, stuff like that um, that has happened since the last episode that I want to make sure you know about. So it's separated into three parts, things you should check out, the rumor mill and the announcements, and the upcoming and recently released albums. So let's jump right into uh, the things that you should check out. Just a few things this week. Um, the first thing, Sir um, did a cover of the Isley Brothers song, Footsteps in the Dark. And, I mean, that song is dope already on its own, and it's kind of hard sometimes with Isley Brothers songs. It's like, I mean, you probably should have just left it to the to the creators, to the originals. But Sir, he kills this cover. It's an amazing cover. Um, of the song you definitely want to check that out you got to hear it sir is he's one of the best up-and-coming r&b artists out right now and so it was cool um that he did a cover of a of a super popular isley brothers song like that 
Um, another thing you should check out, Leon Bridges, um, he dropped off a new song called Sweeter. Um, and it features Terrace Martin. Terrace Martin is, um, you know, he's a legend in the game at this point. Um, definitely known for his saxophone, but also um, as a... Uh, he produces with like just some amazing instrumentation as well he's you know worked with Kendrick a lot he's worked with Thundercat like he's dope and and the the combination of Leon Bridges vocals and what Terrace Martin adds to the song is incredible so you definitely want to check out Leon Bridges new single Sweeter Um, YG also has a new song called FTP which as you can imagine stands for Fuck the Police um, and I think he actually, like, he either recorded the music video or, like, played the music video at, like, a protest or something like that. A lot of people weren't too happy about that, but check out, uh, YG's new song, Fuck the Police. Um, Party Next Door dropped off a music video for probably the most talked about song, well, maybe the most talked about song on his latest album, Party Mobile, um, and that song is Savage Anthem. Um, the music video is not what you would expect. It's completely animated, um, but it's. But I think it was, it was an interesting choice and a interesting medium uh, to choose for how the visuals would go. Um, and it's definitely worth a watch. So definitely check out that music video. Another music video you should check out is End of Days. It's a new song dropped off by Spillage Village. Um, if you remember the Meet Dreamville series I did last year, Spillage Village is a group that's kind of like a subsidiary of Dreamville. Uh, it features both members of Earth Gang. It features Jid. It features Mareba. Um, Hollywood JB is another artist, and there's there's a couple more. But um, they were kind of just a group of people that were doing music together, and then eventually Jid signed to Dreamville, Earth Gang signed to Dreamville. And so they, they still make music together and they're all just kind of like, you know, connected to Dreamville at this point. And so they mentioned since the beginning of the year that they were dropping a new project this year. And the fact that they've dropped off this single end of days makes me think that that project is definitely going to come out. So that's going to be some amazing music. And this new single is dope. Definitely check out the music video. Um, and then finally, her... Um, she performed a new song. Uh, iHeartRadio has been doing this living room concert series during the quarantine and everything. And her was doing a performance and she performed a new song that was called I Can't Breathe. You definitely want to check that out. I wanted to continue to feature um, songs that are talking about the protests and the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's going on um, nowadays. I wanted to keep... Uh, featuring those because it's important to hear what the artists are saying about the movement and how they're choosing to use their platform so definitely check that out um let's jump to the rumor mill and the announcements portion um so run the jewels dropped off their fourth album rtj4 uh last week and well about 10 days ago at this point and um, they released the album for free on their website and they still managed to come in at number 10 on the Billboard 200. Um, so shout out to them. Um, Sony Music Group launched 
a hundred million dollar fund aimed to support social justice and anti-racist initiatives around the world. Um, So that's just another way that, you know, the music industry is uh, stepping up during the the, uh, this Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's been going on. Um, RCA um, celebrates Black Music Month for the entire month of June. Um, and they have like a, a playlist full of a lot of, of black music that they've been pushing. Um, so RCA, you know, is, is trying to make sure that the entire month of June, they do a lot of different things to support black music. So besides the playlist, I think they've been having like different performances and like artist interviews and things like that. Um, so I'll put links to all of that stuff in the description. Um, Andre 3000. So back when he and Big Boy went on like their reunion tour some years back, um, Andre 3000 was always wearing these jumpsuits that had a bunch of sayings on them. They were all black jumpsuits and they had sayings on them in white letters. Like one of them says, breathe. One of them says, um, I can't even remember all of them, but um, they were really dope. And so in order to raise money for... Um, a lot of the different BLM organizations, he's introduced T-shirts uh, with the same phrases on them, and he's selling them. I think they're all $75. Um, so before they sell out, definitely, I'm going to put that link in the podcast newsletter as well. Before they sell out, make sure you get you a shirt. I bought one just because um, I wanted to support and also because I do like some of the sayings um, that he was putting out on his jumpsuits. So. You definitely want to jump at the chance, no no pun intended, to um, get you one of these shirts before they're gone. Um, And then finally, in the Rumorland announcements, um, it was announced that Lollapalooza is canceled for this year and Coachella is canceled for this year. I mean, every every music festival will follow suit. It's just it's too soon for any any anything um, that has that magnitude of people. that can't happen like it's it's just too soon for anything like that to happen so Lollapalooza said they were going to try and do a virtual event I'm curious how that would go and if and if that's going to be free or if you had only the people who purchase tickets can do it but if it's free that could be a cool chance to see a lot of artists do some like virtual concerts so I'll keep you I'll keep you locked in for that upcoming and recently released albums Chloe and Halle dropped off their album ungodly hour this past week it's amazing i I tweeted out that i think it's the best r&b album dropped this year eric bellinger dropped off his project called hors d'oeuvres the insecure season four soundtrack dropped off um dropped off this this past friday pop smoke was supposed to drop off his posthumous album forever woo but it's been delayed until july but he did drop a new song with rowdy rebel um jesse ware is coming out with an album next this this upcoming friday called what's your pleasure john legend is supposed to be releasing his album bigger love this upcoming friday on the 19th and tiana taylor's album is supposed to drop at some time in june so definitely look out for that um yeah so without any further ado let's let's jump right into the dig deeper segment
what's up? Welcome back to the Dig Deeper segment. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, it has been a fun six weeks um, reminiscing on songs from TDE artists, finding new songs from TDE artists, new favorites. Um, it's time for the culmination of the Meet TDE series. Um, Isaiah Rashad and SZA, the final two artists, um, to shine the spotlight on. Uh, I've been I've been very excited about this episode ever since I came up with the idea for this series uh, with TDE. Isaiah Rashad and SZA both signed to TDE around the same time, like within three to four months of each other. They're both 29, so the perspective that they offered in their music was something... Um, was something that myself and people in my generation could really relate to. They were both people like us, our age, singing and rapping about life experiences that some of us uh, understood. And not to mention that if you had been listening to TDE since its inception, like that was around six to seven years of the black hippie sound. You know, Kendrick, J-Rock, Schoolboy Q, Absol, the four of them being on each other's songs, kind of a similar sound and style of rap, even though they're all different, like, you know, they were all always on each other's projects, so there was kind of like a similar sound across the TDE landscape for those first six, seven years. And so it was nice once Isaiah Rashad and SZA signed to hear new voices and new perspectives, which allowed the current members to be a little bit more flexible. So let's jump into the careers of Isaiah Rashad and SZA. Let's start with Isaiah Rashad. So Isaiah Rashad McLean, better known as Isaiah Rashad, he's a 29-year-old rapper from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, He's honestly been interested in music since he was a kid. His dad will let him listen to rap at a young age. It was Outkast's AT Aliens album that made him realize he wanted to be a rapper. When he was in 10th grade, he really started taking it seriously and recording his own music. Um, And when he went to college at Middle Tennessee State, his cousin had a recording studio and let him record for free. So from 2009 to 2012, um, he began to have relationships with many people in the music industry, from DJs to journalists. His music got passed around between many labels. So in 2012, he released a number of singles on his SoundCloud, and he also toured with Juicy J, Joey Badass, and more on the Smokers Club tour. Um, So I just want to play one of the songs that um, he had put out on his SoundCloud, like, early, early. Yo. Ah. Some shit like that. Uh. Yeah. Two pills in a Mac 11. Red and blue. You choose. Trying to spit a few flows to get my money up. Look, I'm 20 years old and I ain't done enough. Into the sensei, roll another blunt for my real nigga Kimbe. I'm not only the leader, but I follow the village. That's what them niggas is killing it in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, now put the gun down. Waiting to put the world on them. I get tired of the problems and oppression, the bitches and the bitching. You come and get your girl, homie. Shallow dreams and broken hearts. Black beans. Trying to make material wishes and spiritual glitches. They stay focused on inferior pictures. You got your motherfucking hands so far away, so far away. But I still, I still hear the gun sound. 
From a Mac 11, red and blue, you lose. A nigga need bail, so get your money up. I'm 20 years old and I ain't done enough. Lord, I swear I got the answer for my people. And bullets bring the reaper. I heard my first lie in the church from a preacher. I sag low, cause it's where they wanna keep us. Just give me love, give me sex, give me reefer. And after school, getting high with the teacher. I tried to promise my mama I make it honest. Say what's on your heart, I promise they call it conscious. And conscious don't make no dollars, no dollars unless you comment. Just get your motherfucking. So far away, so far away, but I still, I still hear the gun sound. Bang, 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 bang. So that was a song um, he released eight years ago called um, Two X Pills. Um, and you can already tell, like, that was eight years ago before he, you know, even, you know, had a label, anything like the talent, the flow, like it's, it's there, it's there. Like he got it. Um, so that was just an, an early example of what, of what he was working with. So, um, that was 2012 in March of 2013, he linked up with Dave Free, who I've mentioned on this this podcast, especially during the series, he was part of the Digiphonics production team, and he's part of the TDE Production Trust. So the one of the in-house producers um, at TDE, and he's also the co-president of um, of TDE. Um, and so he introduced Isaiah Rashad to Top Dog. Um, so in September of 2013, it was announced that Isaiah Rashad signed to TDE, but he'd actually been signed way back in March when he met. Uh, top dog and so he moved to LA he started living in the TDE Red Room studio um, and then in October of that year he was a part of the BET Hip Hop Awards Cypher and it was like TDE got their own Cypher it was Kendrick, Soul, Rock Q SZA was there with them but she's not a rapper so she didn't do anything and Isaiah Rashad so everybody really knew Black Hippie um, people didn't really know Isaiah Rashad like that, so him getting that platform to be able to rap uh, at the BET Cipher was big for him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play his verse from the Cipher. For those of you watching the stream, the the video probably won't play all the way, but you should still be able to hear the audio pretty clear. So this was his verse on the the BET Cipher. Think I found my second home, sunny California And it's your little nigga brother, you ain't here for corners It's what they told me, so I never look back I got a shell in the bag, that is elephant ass So we fell to the pad, pass the propellers I tell her, tell her we flying, just listen See we diamonds are shining, and they gon' find us glisten Brought sand to the beach, and we left with your b- For the record and Guinness, I'm a heck of a menace Where's Robin? I'm getting 
fucking line in my business. He a regular victim, us a regular winner. Huh, regular niggas, you always cater to slut. You always wasting my time, you always faking the fuck. I put your motherfucking dreams in your face and keep looking for some women to be all in your face. And deep this rich niggas keep dissing. Then Tennessee dissing, make a nigga be dissing. You can never rap better than me. Cause you ain't dedicated, you ain't underrated, you ain't underlooked, you ain't undercooked, you just undercooked. It's supposed to be me and my niggas in a record book. And they got me out here by myself, still fresh as fuck. He he definitely killed his bird. I mean Kendrick Kendrick marked everybody on on that cipher. Um, and I'm gonna put the link to that cipher in the description so you can so you can see it. Because that's actually a nice way to um you know, in the Me TDE series to show you that cipher where TDE, at least everybody that was on TDE at that moment got to be a part of the cipher. So I'll include that. But that was a big moment for, for Rashad. Um, throughout most of 2013, he gained a lot of buzz and anticipation for his debut release. So in January of 2014, and actually, let me stop right there to remind you about the playlist. So... um I've been creating a playlist of some of the best songs f- from each artist that I featured in the MeTD series. Currently, it's got 158 songs. It's about 10 hours of music. And I haven't added Isaiah Rashad and SZA yet. So it's probably going to get to maybe just under 200 songs. But this is, you know, especially once I add the last um, the last songs, this will be a nice collection of some of the best songs from TDE besides Kendrick um you know I've been updating it every week after every episode and so the playlist will finally be finished um after this week so I'm excited about that so in the podcast newsletter in the album notes or in the podcast notes if you're listening to the audio version um you can find the link to the Apple Music and Spotify version of this playlist so definitely check out the playlist um so in January of 2014, Isaiah released his debut EP called Sylvia Demo. So this EP was widely regarded as a complete success for Isaiah. It even debuted at number 40 on the Billboard 200. It's it's really good. You know, I spent a lot of time during my last year of college listening to this project. Isaiah was 22 when he released the project, and it dives into some pretty serious topics. He's discussed Sylvia Demo as being a project that sums up his struggles emotionally as a teenager coming of age into adulthood. He's spoken in interviews about how he tried to commit suicide a few times when he was 19 but couldn't go through with it. So the album discusses that as well as substance abuse, his father leaving him, and a lot more. Uh, He named the album Sylvia Demo because it addresses his adolescence and that was the name of his car that he had during that period, previously his mom's car. So he also called it a demo rather than a mixtape because he saw that this as the time for him to convince you to fuck with him as an artist. Um, So the tone of the project is definitely nostalgic with a lot of chill, low to mid tempo vibes as Isaiah gets introspective about his life. Um, Isaiah brought something completely different to TDE. He's a rapper who can get down and dirty and rap circles around many rappers, but he's also very versatile. You know, he loves to get melodic and can hold a tone pretty well. Uh, one of my favorites, Sonic, 
vibes from the album is West Savannah, where he and SZA paint the picture of a beautiful love story in under three minutes, and it's all melody. You know, SZA is featured on three of the 14 songs on this album, and that's one of the reasons why I grouped them together in the same episode, because it's like them signing to TDE around the same time allowed them to grow close and have this amazing chemistry probably because they were both newbies and so they were both trying to prove themselves and so they were just you know making music together at the same time um and honestly all three of the songs she's featured on are amazing you got ronnie drake where isaiah raps about police brutality and being black in america and then heavenly father as well where he raps about pressure and depression and wishing he had god and his father in his life um isaiah is inspired and influenced by many southern rappers and he doesn't conceal that in the slightest as he has songs named after scarface from houston um master p and his brother and webby who are all from louisiana his lyrics also pay homage to artists like juvenile and little wayne um isaiah has an assortment of producers handle the production for the album um, with one song produced by a TD producer, and that was Soundwave. They cook up some amazing sounds that portray his Southern heritage and really match the tone and theme of his lyrics, but they also lean jazzy, um, and that gives him quite the canvas to paint on. Um, Isaiah can make hard-ass songs like Banana, or he can get super deep and introspective, like on Tranquility. Um, it's impressive what he does in just... 50 minutes and without any rap features until J-Rock and Schoolboy Q bless him with some dope verses on the album Closer, which is a remix of a song he made called Shot You Down. And he never fails to tell his story of a kid from the South just trying to make it even though he's got years of issues weighing him down. So in early 2014, he joined Schoolboy Q on his tour supporting Oxymoron. And in May of 2014, he was announced as a member of XXL's freshman class, along with Chance the Rapper, Ty Dolla Sign, Rich Homie Kwan, Vic Mensa, Troy Ave, August Alsina, Kevin Gates, Lil Bibby, John Connor, Lil Durk, and Jaron Benton. So this will make four out of the past five years that a member of TDE made this list. Um, we didn't really hear from him over two years. And it was easy to wonder whether he was just stuck in line behind all the TDE releases that were set to drop. But he has said that starting during that oxymoron tour and afterwards, he became addicted to Xanax and alcohol because of his depression. He was living a new lifestyle now. And, you know, the lyrics of his Sylvia demo opener, which was called Hereditary, never rang more true. He said, my daddy taught me how to drink my pain away. My daddy taught me how to leave somebody. My daddy taught me how to smoke my load and go. My daddy taught me you don't need nobody. So Top essentially put him on the bench until he got his shit together. Um, and he was almost dropped from the label a few times because of his addictions. Now, he did eventually get his shit together. And um, he, he ended up releasing two new songs, one called Nelly, one called Smile, to build hype for his new album. And when discussing what helped him get over his addictions, he said, I just know I got a bigger goal to do. I got an example of the outcome of that. And I just don't want to be one of those niggas, he said, especially when you're coming from Chattanooga, when you're coming from a small ass city, when you're not doing some shit. I could feel my clout going away and I like my clout. I could feel my little power words going away, not putting out no music. Niggas wonder what the fuck you're doing. 
you either making the biggest shit ever or you fucking off. So everybody either knows or is giving me the benefit of the doubt. So in September of 2016, he released his debut studio album, The Sun's Tirade. It debuted at number 17 on the Billboard 200. Um, and he explained that the title literally is like The Sun's Rant um, and how that could feel like the longest day ever, which is how the last couple years for him felt, especially with him battling addiction. So Isaiah has something special because not many rappers can tackle some of the sensitive personal topics that he addresses and still make some of the smoothest vibes you've ever heard. The Sun's Tirade is an amazing album and I definitely slept on it in 2016 and it didn't even make it on my end of year list and that was a mistake. Um, Isaiah takes all the addiction and alcoholism and feelings and pain that he experienced between his last project and this one and he discusses all of it. He wears his emotion on his sleeves, but he sounds hopeful about the future um, now that he's got his life together. And he's also got two kids to live for. Um, the album is segmented in a few places by skits by Dave Free, who is a member of the Trust and co-president of TDE. And Dave Free in the skits is either lamenting the long wait between albums or generally just giving Rashad shit. Um, sonically, this album is on some other shit compared to Sylvia Demo. He's still got a number of different producers handling the beats with no TD producers handling any other production from what I can see. But he's got some really dope sounds um, coming from this project. He flowed over a traditional trap beat by Mike Will Made It on the song a lot and he murked it. Um, he's a true poet and he created kind of a West Savannah part two from Sylvia Demo. Um, it's called Silk to Shaka. It features Sid from the internet. And it was a beat produced by Steve Lacey from the internet. Um, it's a beautiful love song and love story, and it's become my favorite song on the album. The pure sincerity of that song is something that Isaiah does so well. Um, the lead and only single from the album is called Free Lunch. That was produced by Cam Obi, and Isaiah's flow is incredible. It's a song that's meant to set the vibe, and it does that. Um, he continues to let his Southern influences and inspirations show, not only with his songs paying homage to uh, Silk to Shaka and Play a Circle, but also countless bars referencing Outkast, Pimp C, Boozy, Project Pat, and more. Um, his song Don't Matter sounds like it could have been made by Three Stacks and Big Boy themselves. He gets assistance from some great singers um, on this album, reconnecting with SZA, getting Sid, Lance Skywalker, uh, Kari Foe, Zakari, and Sir. But unlike Sylvia Demo, he accepted some fire feature rap verses from Kendrick, J-Rock, and Hugh Augustine. But of course, the most impressive parts of the Sun's tirade is how open Isaiah was with his struggles. He addresses his alcohol addiction on AA. He cleverly addresses his suicidal thoughts and depression and his father coming back into his life on Rope, Rose Gold, his substance abuse, and almost getting dropped from the label on what's wrong and what's wrong is just such an amazing vibe with Sakari on the hook like you you wouldn't even think that he was talking about something so serious until you listen to it um his greatest strength is how palatable he makes his transgressions and shortcomings just by being honest and super talented um the sun's tirade was definitely his magnum opus so in January of 2017, he went on his first U.S. headlining tour, the Little Sunny Tour. That would eventually stop in 46 cities. 
In October of 2017, he hinted at new music and a new album, but it would be almost three years before we'd even get a new song from him. He was weirdly absent from the Black Panther soundtrack, an album that featured most of the label at that point. And then in April of this year, he would release his first new song since 2016 during the TDE Fan Appreciation Week that happened back in April. Um, The song was called Why Worry. He actually recorded it in 2017, and it won't be on his next album. Um, This did, however, give fans a lot of hope, and he is expected to drop his second studio album called The House is Burning this year. Although, who's to say if that's been pushed back due to the pandemic? Um... The title, The House is Burning, definitely makes me hope that he's still doing okay. But I know for a fact that once he drops his album, he'll definitely tell us about it. So, that is Isaiah Rashad in a nutshell. Um, Let me drink some water, and then we're going to jump right into SZA. Okay. Solana Imani wrote, better known as SZA is a 29-year-old singer-songwriter from St. Louis, um, although she was raised in Maplewood, New Jersey, which is a predominantly white town, where she was the token in everything she did. Her father and mother were both executives at CNN and AT&T, respectively. She was raised an Orthodox Muslim, and those are beliefs that she still carries with her and holds close to her. She's mentioned wanting to wear her hijab, but thought it would be disrespectful to do that, and then be in videos with Travis Scott, probably specifically talking about the Love Galore video. Um, She did wear her job until seventh grade um, when bullying after the 9-11 attacks caused her to stop wearing it. So in high school, she was a talented gymnast and cheerleader. After graduating, she went to three different colleges but ended up dropping out. She just got bored with school and wasn't passionate about it. And then growing up, she was introduced to music in many random ways, like finding iPods full of music, smuggling her friend's CDs into her home, etc. She listened to Miles Davis, Billie Holiday, Louis Armstrong, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Macy Gray, Lil John, Nas, Common, Most Def, and a bunch more. She kind of fell into starting to make music. Her brother was a rapper, so he would ask her to sing on some of his songs, and she just realized she was good at it. Her boyfriend, for the time, also worked for a clothing company that sponsored producers, and she got more exposure singing at at different shows. And then she just started making songs here or there. Um, She ended up with her boyfriend's company at one of Kendrick's first shows at Gramercy Theater back in 2011, and through one of her friends, Punch, who was the TDE president, ended up with some of her early music. He liked what he heard, and they kind of formed a relationship from that point on with him giving her advice all the time. And she actually got her name, SZA, S-Z-A, from the Supreme Alphabet, which is a system of interpreting text and finding deeper meaning from the Nation of Islam lessons by assigning actual meanings to the letters used by the five percenters. Um, So her name stands for Sovereign or Savior, Zig Zag Zig, which is symbolic of change and personal growth and the path from knowledge to wisdom to understanding. And then the A stands for Allah. So in October of 2012, she released her debut EP, Cease as a Run. And then in April of 2013, she released her second EP, which was just called S. So both of these releases kind of remind me of a project that Frank Ocean dropped before he dropped the heat that was Nostalgia Ultra and Channel Orange. So it was called the Lonnie Bro Collection. 
and it contained over 60 songs that Frank had made. It always played more like a demo because he had some gems in there, but a lot of it was just like some pop-heavy ideas that he was trying to get out. Um, SZA's first two EPs remind me of this because it's her raw talent creating some pop-ish songs, but showcasing her vocals and early songwriting and themes. The instrumentation is minimal. It's it's sparse, um, but it allows her soft, smooth vocals to exist above everything else. She sings about love, about dependency, about relationships that are good until they aren't, um, about depression and loneliness and so much more. Her lyrics are poetic, and she's great at painting beautiful pictures with her words. She was 22 at this point, and she was putting feelings into songs that many people her age identified with, and that immediately endeared her to fans that heard her music. And her age and experiences saw her referencing nostalgic things that fans in my generation instantly recognized, like in Prey from her SEP, when she mentioned feeling like Topanga or Patty Mayonnaise. And then the mixtape format of these projects allowed her to experiment with a lot of production, like her song Country from Ceases a Run. It samples a song by an Australian band, Empire of the Sun. And these projects are both experimental alternative R&B that allows her to include audio samples like Rosemary's Baby. You know, like they're both solid releases that set a solid foundation for what's to come. And so two months later, in July of 2013, she signed with TDE. She became the first woman in R&B singer signed to the label. She toured and performed through most of 2013. And in 2014, she appeared on her label mates albums, Sylvia Demo by Isaiah, These Days by Absol, Oxymoron by Q. And in April of 2014, she released an EP called Z, um, her first official release under TDE. So you can see where she was going with this. She released an SEP, then a ZEP. And then we all assumed that her next project would be A, completing the SZA. Um, So in my opinion, Z was the last project before her music started to sound more like contemporary R&B, although not completely. Um, She was still discovering and solidifying her sound, and the experimentation is still in full effect. She has songs like Julia and Shattered Ring, which are good examples of the alternative sound that SZA was merging into her R&B template. Julia is an upbeat song that sounds like it could have easily been written and performed by Lord, while Shattered Ring is a downbeat song about a relationship that sounds so heavily influenced by Lana Del Rey. Um, and it was actually produced by Emil Haney, who has produced for Lana before. And Emil also produced Green Mile and the album closer Omega, which are both in that same sonic style. So Z see SZA singing heavily about love and relationships with even more clarity than her previous efforts, but just as poetic. Like, I like to say, you know, it was a roller coaster of emotion on this album. Um, When Z is at its most upbeat and joyful, it sounds like a barbecue on a summer day. The little girls of the family are out in the street playing double dutch while the parents are chopping it up in front of the grill. But... When Z hits its most sullen and gloomy points, it sounds like that same barbecue after dusk where mostly everyone has dispersed and the only people left is like your sad uncle chain smoking cigarettes in front of a spent bonfire listening to some dark shit. Like that's, you know, that's the ebb and flow of this project. Um, The bounty for her signing to TDE was immediately evident production wise. Her trusty producer, Felix Snow, was still present, but she also received production from DJ Dai, 
Toro y Moi, um, and Mac Miller's production alter ego, which was called Larry Fisherman. He also he produced You Are and he produced Warm Winds. She also had some amazing features with Kendrick on Babylon, Chance the Rapper on Child's Play, and Isaiah Rashad on Warm Winds. And those three songs, along with Sweet November, are my favorite parts of the EP. They're the best, hands down. Sweet November was um, a surprise because the the beat that she sings over on Sweet November um, was actually a Marvin Gaye song. It's called Mandota, and it's from his Let's Get It On Deluxe Edition. And even on his album, it's just an instrumental. Um, So it was cool to hear her add her own perspective and dark thoughts over it. She returns to some of those nostalgic vibes on Child's Play with Chance the Rapper, who specializes um, in those themes in his music, especially having just released Ask the Rapper a year earlier. And he gives her a dope verse. And then Kendrick completely kills his Babylon verse. And those are some of the SZA's best vocals on the project is on that song. And then she and Isaiah continue their run of amazing chemistry on Warm Winds in a song that displays two sides of a relationship. Um, SZA has spoken of her amazing relationship with Rashad, and she said that he was around for the majority of the recording of this project. Z is a project that sees SZA experimenting with different sounds while also getting closer to a consistently modern sound. For instance, Hijack is the most R&B template song on the project with that hook and that delivery. Um, And she utilizes her help and the features in the best way. It's not perfect as some of the sonic choices made don't lend themselves to a cohesive album. And sometimes the beat takes center stage over her vocals. But there's definitely clearly something developing here. Um, So between the release of Z and her debut album, SZA received writing credits on Feeling Myself by Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. She was featured on Consideration by Rihanna, um, as well as songs by Travis Scott and Maroon 5. And in October of 2016, SZA ended up tweeting out. um, She said, I actually quit. Punch can release my album. If he ever feels like it, y'all be blessed. And so this came out of nowhere, but it seems like SZA and Punch had been having some issues behind delays in the release of her debut album. They clearly got over that, though, because in April of 2017, SZA signed her first major label deal with RCA Records and TDE. Um, So before I get into the next part, I need to plug in my computer. So I'm going to go to a quick intermission that's my bad um and then um i would be right back millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option i never really was a salad guy that's just not who i am but noom worked for me Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay. I am back. So, so she in April of 2017, she signed her first major label deal with RCA and TDE. In June of 2017, she released her debut album, Control. So the name was changed from A, which would have ended, you know, that series of album titles, SCA. She named it Control instead. This was my second favorite album of 2017 behind Kendrick's Damn album, and it was certainly the best debut of the year. Um, the album rightfully vaulted SZA into the mainstream. She got five Grammy nominations um, as she crafted an album that was just incredibly relatable. Like, you know, the different types of feelings she explored and controlled solidified her as a voice for women everywhere. She was speaking directly for them with them, to them, as them. You know, she starts off the album with Supermodel, which really sets the tone for the project. It's empowering as it ceases of telling a story in the first verse where she fucks her ex's friend because she found out that he cheated on her. But in the chorus, she connects it all back to her own insecurities of not being comfortable, being alone, and not being the pretty woman she keeps being left for. In the next song, Love Galore, features a great Travis Scott verse. It sees SZA regretting a past relationship while also missing them. In the song after that, Doves in the Wind, SZA, with the help of Kendrick, laments dudes who only want pussy and just pussy and yearns for someone who wants her for her. Then you got the next song, Drew Barrymore, where she questions whether she's enough for her lover. It goes on and on. Control is a textbook album for the trials of a 20-something woman. You know, she wishes she was a normal girl who would be taken home to meet a dude's family. She hopes she finds her way out of her 20s with all of her friends and somebody to love. SZA gave women anthem after anthem in this album, and sonically it sounded amazing. Um, Control exists somewhere just outside of the R&B genre, as she flirts with some indie rock influences throughout the album, but it's still firmly rooted in R&B. Um, the album was definitely more contemporary, but the alternative sonic sounds that she's enjoyed in the past were definitely still weaved in there. Prom is a great example of that. 
SZA's album became a relatable refuge, especially for black women everywhere, as she crafted songs that reminded them of situations they'd been in with songs like The Weeknd and Love Galore, um, a somber nod to some of the fuck niggas everywhere. But The Weeknd was especially powerful because it wasn't just a relatable song about being the side chick to some dude in a relationship. She took the power back and said, look, uh, my man is my man is your man. Heard that's her man, too. She was like, that's three. That's three different women. But, you know, we're all his women and using him for what we want in different ways. So Control was empowering and familiar. You know, she mastered singing about modern romance and relationships. She utilized the help of artists who had delivered some of the best collabs of her career, like Kendrick and Isaiah Rashad. And then she created new collabs with other artists that meshed with her perfectly, like James Fauntleroy and Travis Scott. The production was consistent as 85% of the album production was handled by either Carter Lang, Thank God for Cody, or The Antidote. It was incredibly cohesive, supported by clips from her mother and grandmother and the fact that she alludes to and mentions songs and themes from the album in other songs. The instrumentation of the album opener, Supermodel, returns to end the album in 20-something. It's just a fantastic debut that skyrocketed her career and popularity. Um, So from August to December 2017, she headlined her own tour supporting control and also opened for bryson tiller on his set it off tour in 2018 she was featured on the lead single for the black panther soundtrack all the stars with kendrick from 2018 to 2019 she appeared on albums by cardi b dj khaled and then post control um she went through a little scare where she feared that she may have damaged her vocal cords beyond repair um but she ended up healing and she's all good now so I'm not sure when to expect her next release. I've heard rumors of people she's been in the studio with, like Timbaland, Sia, Post Malone. Um, As far as TDE goes, I expect a release from Reason, Kendrick, and Isaiah Rashad for sure. But I'm really not sure for anyone else. I do know that when SZA decides to drop her next project, her follow-up to Control, it's going to be one of the most talked about releases of the year. So that is SZA. That was Isaiah Rashad, and that is the culmination of the Meet TDE series. Um, make sure you get the playlist. Um, I'm going to add the songs to it as soon as the stream ends. It's going to be close to 200 songs of of these TDE artists. Definitely, definitely get that. Um, I hope you've been able to discover some new music from some of these TDE artists. Um, remember some, some music that you they might have missed or that you just forgot about. Um, I hope you were definitely able to learn a lot more about all um, all nine of the artists I believe I covered. Was it nine? Two, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, nine artists. So I hope you were able to learn a little bit more about, about them and discover more of their music. TDE is a powerhouse. I think TDE and Dreamville are the, the main two labels that it's like, those are the... I was telling my, my cousin, Joe, the other day, we were talking about how... TD and Dreamville now are like what Young Money and MMG were back in in like 2010. Like when Young Money had Drake, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne all actively rapping. Um, MMG had Rick Ross, Meek Mill, Wale all actively rapping. Um, good music too around that time. But yeah, now it's, it's TD and Dreamville. And so I'm glad I was able to um, spotlight 
all of the artists besides their label heads, J. Cole and, and Kendrick, because we know them. Um, so yeah, that is it for the episode this week. Um, if you're listening to the audio version, please continue to subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends about it. If you're watching the stream, tell your friends about the stream. I definitely still need more followers. Um, sign up for the mailing list. Follow me on my socials. I think I'm going to come back with an episode next week, but I'm not sure. I'm I'm behind on some albums that I really want to listen to. And the end of June is coming up, and I usually, at the end of June, like to do a mid-year review. And I also want to list my favorite albums from quarter two. So I might take um, this week to just, you know, really give a lot of the albums that dropped the listens they deserve. But we'll see. I do have some things that I, I would like to discuss about the Grammys. So we'll... We'll see if I come back next week, but keep it locked to the the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook. They'll let you know um, when an episode is coming. Thank you all for listening. This has been Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Peace. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.